Welcome to the Universal Sisterhood podcast. We're hoping to create a place where women can delve deeper, lift their gaze higher, live freer, laugh louder, smile brighter, and be the authentic woman she was designed to be. Every human heart is created to be known, loved, and understood. So this is the place where women can share their stories. Welcome to episode 41. In today's episode, I chat with my beautiful big sister, Anna, and we talk about trust. Um, Both of her and I had a big learning curve last year in trusting um, our Lord. She had to trust him facing down heart surgery and I had to during spinal surgery. Um, We talked about trust and how right now in the season that we find ourselves in where we really have to trust we don't know what will happen tomorrow let alone next week so i hope you enjoy it um don't forget this sunday is divine mercy sunday where jesus ultimately asks us to just trust him if you enjoy the episode share it with a friend um but happy easter Hello, Anna. Welcome Hello, to Jess. the podcast. Hi. Thanks. Uh, it has been, you have been a guest in my head for a very long time and it just so happens to be that today's your day. Great. <laughs> right. Here we Welcome. are. Yep, yep, here we are. And I wanted today to talk about trust and I thought you would be the perfect person to chat to. We have to um, trust every day. Have we to have trust every yeah. day. Yeah, but we've also um, had to. We we kind of got a head start on the world. I think <laughs> last year we both had um, situations that came up out of nowhere where we had to actually. The only thing we could do was to trust because you had to have heart surgery and I had to have spinal surgery, and. I didn't see it coming. You you kind of had an inkling maybe for a, for a few months beforehand, but mine came completely out of the blue. And um, the only thing I could do was trust. And I just find it quite um, interesting that the whole world finds itself right now in this period of, of history where we've discovered that things are out of our control and the only thing we can do is trust. Um, It's, you know, I think a few weeks ago even, it was kind of exciting. Like there's this new pandemic that's come come around. We all have to go home. and We all have to leave work and we all have to, you know, we may not be able to get this, may not be able to get that. Things were kind of like exciting. Um, Nervous excitement what's going to happen yeah that's right like this is new oh this is exciting I mean some people were terrified but but all in all like this really quick fast thing that was happening and it was unexpected uh but now month in two months in uh we're still here yeah we're still trusting we're still here but it's it's lost its charm it's lost its excitement and we're now in a period where we just have to trust, yeah. uh, let go of, of where we thought we would be right now. 
yeah. um, maybe an acceptance of of trust, uh, acceptance of where we are. That's a big that I think that plays a big role in trust. Um, and I thought you would be the perfect person to talk about that. So, so welcome. I don't know why I'm the perfect person. I just know I have to trust a lot, and um, I guess it's it's a choice you know that each of us has to make and and um i'm the only one who can make that choice whether i choose to trust or not and and i guess as christians that you we also get to choose um to trust or not to trust that our lord is who he says he is you know that we can trust his words Hmm. um well I, i also find it very interesting that this kind of period of waiting now which we are in um we kind of live this uh, physically and globally, but we, it's also um, a spiritual kind of season where in the church we have to wait um, in anticipation for um, divine resurrection. Mercy. Yeah, yeah, the resurrection. Well, Easter's divine mercy Sunday. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Antichrist, the coming of the Holy Spirit. I mean, we have kind of lived of Easter in our physical homes. Um, as as closely to the Easter story as we could possibly live without a crucifixion, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. We've had to um, we've, we've had to become a domestic church. Like that, those were words before, but we actually had to put it into real practice. With, yeah, that's right. Um, and I found it as strange as it was, and as um, challenging at times as it was, I found it actually extremely grace filled. And beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it was extraordinary, mm. really. I mean, I think it's impressive that our, it's our Lord has is, is asking the whole world in a way. Um, what we're experiencing now is an invitation of um, God who's inviting us to trust him. Yeah. And it's all happening around this feast of trust, this feast of the divine mercy where the, the message is trust. Exactly. Exactly. Um so you uh, could you give us a little bit of a background um, and insight into how your trust has been uh, fine-tuned over the last 12 months? Oh, actually, wow. is, is it it's been a year it's coming been up coming up to a year yeah amazing. Yeah. Well I guess yeah I mean it was everyone has those moments in their life I guess where where we're where we're invited to trust a little bit more deeply and I guess last year approaching the heart surgery it it helped me to to deepen my commitment to to choosing to trust you know um to choosing to trust on a daily if not hourly basis Mm -hmm. um and I guess what one of the things that helped me last year was to write a list of my uh of all the um quotes in the bible or passages and, and psalms that that um that spoke of trusting in god you know, and I committed myself to, to to believing them. You know, to really leaning into those words and 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 trusting in those words completely. And um, yeah, and I, I guess that really helped me to come through. You know, it gave me a lot of um, a, a lot of encouragement and a lot of courage. Mm. Um, Could another, you share with us some of your quotes? Oh, I guess there's so many in the Bible, but there's like a be, be still and know that I am God, you know, and right now is a 
time of stillness in a sense we're being called to stillness we're being called to slow down and to ponder to trust to, to contemplate trust even um the one i will not leave you orphans you know god always um is 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 his uh, depicts himself as a father and uh, a parent a good parent in the gospels in the in the bible um do not be afraid i'm with you right? that to trust that i am with you I will not leave you. And I had to just cling to those words, you know, in the, the most, the days that I was probably um, months leading up to the operation, thinking, you know, um, that anything could happen. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And just a month, a month before the surgery, I was, I was doing my prayer one day and, um, and the, a word came to my mind and that word was infant. And I kept thinking, what is it that, why does this word keep coming up in my mind? And, and the next day, my newborn infant was born. Like I had um, a new little um, nephew yeah. came into the world. And um, I went to see him with his mum in hospital. And when I arrived, she was feeding him. And I just watched as this little person, this little soul, just self-soothed um, close to his mother. It was so instinctual, so natural. He knew exactly how to calm himself on his mum. Mm, yeah. um, and I guess... For me, that was a, a moment. It was a month before the operation or so, and I realised I I could learn from nature. What a, what appears to be impossible is is realised when na- nature follows the laws within it. Mm. Know, things. God is such a good father, a good um, mother in a sense. You know that He protects, mm. He provides, He nurtures, He feeds us. Um, and I just he had to souls. learn. I had to learn to trust. And, and, had, and I chose to look, observe small children, you know, mm. um, and to learn, you know, from little ones, you know, um, how they were with their parents. You know, and when you see that a, a little one is securely attached, there is joy and confidence. Um, there's trust in that child. Mm. Um, uh, yeah. And I suppose that's kind of where we all find ourselves right now. Yeah. Um, we're all on, we're not on a... If I say level, level playing field, people are going to get cranky because, you know, everybody is in a different kind of situation. But we are all, every single one of us on the face of the earth is called to be childlike in our trust. That's right. In, yeah, our, we we realise we're not in, in control of this. We are, yeah. we, we're being faced with a, a big unknown. We are, you know, we have to, we're being challenged to be children again, to be infants, you know, mm. and... Um, one of the things that came to me with that word infant, I was I, I, I always like to go back and see what was the what's the Latin root, um, and the word infant comes from the word unable, fari, um, to in in sorry with unable and fari to speak, unable to speak, and I took that to my prayer and and, and I saw you know, our Lord was saying there was a, there's a um, part in Exodus where God says the Lord the Lord will fight for you and you have only to be silent. Um, so I realized that God in that time, he was calling me to a period of silence and trust. Um, and I think he does that with everybody. And this is an opportunity that everyone on the planet right now is, is facing. You know, we can either choose, we can choose to be children and to realize that we are not in control, but there is a, we, God is a, a good father, or we can choose to be fearful. Mm. Where do you think that mistrust comes from? Fear? Fear, definitely, yeah. 
I think yeah. a lot of people have been terribly wounded and trust has been badly broken in places where they should have been safe. You know, when you yeah. look at so many um, family families that are breaking down, where um, marriages, spouses who've been badly betrayed, their trust has been badly betrayed, that is terribly painful. Um, you look at what's happened in the church, you know, where um, that should have been a, a safe place for so many souls and um, became a, a very unsafe place. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of very deep trust issues and I think um, the only way people are going to heal from deep um, betrayals of trust and deep wounds of, uh, that have to do with trust is where they will find, they're going to find healing if they find a place of peace and a place of trust, a place where they can um, be loved and be themselves and be and understood. And they'll only find that with God, the Father. Ultimately, but we have to create those spaces because people are going to find God, the Father, through... So how do we create those spaces? Well... Starting with our homes? I think starting in, in the home for sure and um, and in marriages, understanding people, understanding the people that you live with instead of just judging and critiquing and, you know. Um, I know for me I have learned a really, really hard lesson in the last four days. I mean, I, 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 knew, I knew that being at home... It, my job was to love those around me primarily first and foremost is to to love those that god has given me um i knew that but a few days ago one of my daughters said something to me that was like a knife to my heart and she i don't know whether she realized how how much it wounded me but i've i realized that it was such a gift that she said those words right now in this time where we are isolating, where we are together, where we can only spend time with each other and where life has slowed down to such a pace that I could, I took those words and I prayed about them and I thought about them and I chose to change. Whereas yeah. if she had said those words to me even two months ago, I would have heard them, I would have been wounded and then dismissed them and not done anything yeah. about it. But I I realised that... You've been I, in a better headspace. We've had to slow down and to, totally. we've been almost forced to listen. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. It's so, like, we, we can, like, we have these opportunities every single hour, every yeah. minute to react or respond or to yeah. change or to, to continue the way we were. Exactly. And, and, and as you're saying, like with that little person, um, you, you realise you've been given the opportunity to stop and to, to, see, to see we need to create spaces and places for people to heal mm-hmm. so that people can trust again. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's the antidote, I think, to this fear that, that causes us to mistrust so much. You know, it's, um, there's a quote in the Bible that says, a passage that says, perfect love casts out fear. Mm, perfect love casts out fear. Yeah. So to to really, that's we're being called to charity, you know. And I know a, a lot of um, it's a, it's a hard, it's a very difficult thing to do when this when there's people who have suffered terrible mis, um, mistrust. You know, they've they've been their trust has been broken. Mm. Um, it's 
very hard to make that first step, but we have to see, okay, ask, you know, lean into God and ask him, how, how can I make this situation better? How can I, how do you want me to love in this situation? How can I um, nourish this person um, in this situation? Yeah, it's so true. And we have been given this time. Like when, when ever have we been given, the whole world has been given this chance to just s- recalibrate. That's right. Reset, start, yeah. like assess, given us time to assess where we're at and how we do things. Yeah. Um, it's so, there's so much grace. Absolutely. There is. Yeah. Uh, can I get back to you last year um, being, <laughs> being given the head start on this trust issue? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, how how did I know you said that you um, got quotes from the Bible and um, were leaning into those or using those as your um, stakes in the ground, I suppose, to to cling on to um, to persevere. I call it um, an anchor. Anchor. That, anchor. That's that's the word I was looking yeah. for. Stakes in the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to anchor you. Um, now where you how often do you have to go back to the to that anchor point oh every day many times a day many times a day I think that's the thing that's the thing with trust is we're constantly being called to to challenge ourselves we're being challenged by God really do you trust me do you trust me in this and in this and in this this situation you have to keep saying yes I do I trust you and I think moving forward in in that way you know Mm. i think Um, we find it challenging because we our perception of who god is who we think god is is not who he really is yeah do you agree yeah and i think having this time i don't know i mean some people are locked up in their homes and it's a bit hard to get out but i don't know if you've noticed how beautiful nature is right now Mm. but Certainly, I, the last four weeks, I've been struck by the beauty of God in nature. And you start to see, you know, when nature follows the laws within, as I was saying before, then um, you start to, to see that who God is. He's kind and gentle and he always comes through. Mm-hmm. Nature just heals itself. You know, we've had the bushfires and we've had the... Um, when when we're, nature is allowed to follow its natural process, things heal, things come to fruition yeah what looks like utter destruction is actually just the beginning of something beautiful and you start to see that god is beautiful you know he he is beautiful he He is he can be trusted we we frustrate the plans of god Mm. and um we frustrate ourselves in the process Mm. um i i I, um when i had to sorry when i was um, going through my uh, quick initiation of trust last year with my three-day yeah. turnaround of you need spinal surgery and we can do it on Tuesday and this is Saturday, yeah. I um, I kept thinking to myself, um, I don't know if I need this. Like surely he's over, he's exaggerating or maybe maybe I was being too much and he didn't understand me and he thinks that, you know, it's- I'm worse, worse than, than really I, yeah, yeah, I'm worse than I really am, and 
um, it was all these kind of, I was making up excuses for why I shouldn't go ahead with it. Mm. And I remember lying there before going into surgery and, uh, well, I wasn't going to do it. The day before, uh, Monday morning, I was off to get another cortisone injection because I thought, forget it. No, I'm definitely not going to do the surgery on Tuesday. And my daughter said to me, we would, she was going to drive me home because I couldn't drive. And she said, Mum, and I was in pain. I was crying. It was dreadful. And she said, Mum, why are we doing this? Why are you going? Why don't you just go tomorrow? And I, and I looked at her and I said, yeah, why am I doing, like, we don't feel like we're worthy, we're worth being fixed, I yeah. think. Yeah, and our Lord, he wants to heal us. He and wants to heal he, us completely and it takes a lot of trust. Exactly, and he is us. the ultimate physician. Yeah. I think we find, so I found, like, there were so many things that I could actually connect with my relationship with God, with my relationship with my body and my surgeon. Yeah. Like, there was, our Lord was speaking to me in that. Yeah, and I think we go back to what we're living through right now, what the world is living through. There's, it's His timing is perfect. Like This is certainly a time of mercy. We look at um, there's so much pain and there's so much suffering going on in the world right now, but we're also seeing the, the incredible work of the healthcare workers, the people who are caring, who are, it's such a witness to the world, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. of the beauty of when there is suffering humanity, we can write we can help we help each other beautifully when we want to you know and the way uh, I know not every family um I know for many families this this time of lockdown you know has been probably traumatic and and not a peaceful place to be at home but for for other families it has been a place where God has the families have learned from each other and they've, they've learned to be simple with each other in these last few weeks um Maybe, maybe that's not always the case. <laughs> no, but, I know, and that's hard. Like, how do you, how, how do you encourage somebody who is in in lockdown in a very, very unsafe place? Um, I mean, it takes such courage. But I say to them that, that the first step is to trust our Lord with what He wants done there. I mean, he doesn't want it to be an unsafe place. No, no, and and we want, you know, it's yeah, it's very difficult for a lot of families. But I think he is definitely using this time um, to help us to, to to invite us to trust again, you know, and to trust as a child, like to trust as that infant, that little infant. Mm-hmm. Another little thing that happened to me when I went to see the surgeon last year, just about a, month, a few days before the operation, he showed me a video of the inside of my heart. Mm. Um, and that was amazing, like just watching. They'd taken a video a few days, weeks before, and then watching my own heart, looking at the inside of the heart. And and I felt that our Lord, I was just thinking, wow, look at that. Um, I really felt that he was saying to me, don't be afraid. I, I've made every vessel, every vein, every artery, every capillary. You know, I, I took delight in making your heart and I'm holding your heart in my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and from that moment, I, it was a real grace for me. I actually felt totally um, calm going into the operation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it reminded me of one of my favourite quotes in the diary of Faustina. You know, we've got this feast of divine mercy coming up on Sunday. 
um, there's the point there, 1074, where our Lord tells Faustina, he says, tell aching mankind to snuggle close to my merciful heart and I will fill it with peace. Yeah. And in that moment, that's what I felt, like he was telling me, just snuggle in, don't worry, you know, this is going to be okay. And I just think, isn't it incredible that we have a God who tells us to snuggle? Mm-hmm. You know, he's just to, yeah. he's, he's, he's rest. a very, he wants us to rest, you know, exactly. I had a similar experience, I mean, after the, going into surgery because I still was wrestling with it. I was still in pre-op thinking, am I really exaggerating this here? Like, seriously, God showed, like he'd already showed me so many signs, but I was still not trusting him. I was still clawing at at, a, at an answer, you know. Mm. Um, and I was just lying there. The anaesthetist was about to um, pump me full of calming stuff. And I said, he said, are you ready for this? And I said, ah, well, I can't exactly go. You've kind of got me tethered down here. And I had this, there was a a hook on the wall and it caught my eye and I saw it as a crucifix. And in my heart, our Lord said to me, I want you fully healed. I, I always have and I always will. I want you to be fully alive. And at that moment I thought, he, he a, wants this. He He's ordered wants this us. operation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he wants me to do this. Yeah. And it's not me being silly and it's not me being uh, overreacting. We are we are meant to live fully alive, whether that means having spinal surgery or having a family, like living in a peaceful home mm. or he wants us to be fully alive and the only way we can be fully alive is if we fully trust him. With yeah. our lives. Yeah, exactly. And he'll give us opportunities. Like he's going to give everyone opportunities. Yeah. And the, to grace, to, the yeah. grace to to work through those hard things. Yeah, and that's the, the mystery is we have the freedom to say, I choose to trust or I choose not mm-hmm. to trust. You know? But this, this message, of, I guess, this feast day, this Sunday, is all about that. Um, I don't know if I mentioned earlier, but I, I, I read somewhere heard somewhere recently that in that diary our lord refers to the word trust or asking for trust 260 times mm-hmm. so it's something very much on his heart that he wants mm-hmm. us to, to to do he wants us to the trust daily him. Yeah. 365 days of the year yep that's right mm-hmm. <laughs> he wants us constantly to be leaning into that that divine childhood that that childhood that child that we are that we are his and that he wants us to trust him yeah because when we're pushed to that that edge of real difficulty we can um choose two ways we can either trust him fully um because he'll either catch us when we fall or he'll teach us to fly he has us yeah either way yeah either way we just have to trust him. Um, as difficult or as simple as it sounds, it is the only answer. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, so it's, it's, it's certainly extraordinary times and, um, and yet there's ordinary grace for all of us, you know, and he wants us to, to lean into those graces right now and to, to choose to be those children, to choose to to be those children who are vulnerable, who are um, helpless in a way, um, who can, can choose to snuggle close to him, 
that's what he wants. That's where yeah. he, that's where he wants us. I think um, I think even those images of a child snuggling like makes you smile, but it also yeah. makes you extremely self conscious. Yeah. Um, like it's it's, yeah. it's confronting. Yeah, and, and you're still even saying it that they're exactly, his words. <laughs> exactly, but yeah. that that's exactly like there's nothing. There's no mass, huge academic kind of um, aspect to it. It's not. It's not cognitive. It's all heart. It's all love, and yeah. everybody is accessible to that. Yeah. You know, when we get very philosophical and and wordy, people cannot can't understand it or tune out. But God's words are accessible to everybody and it is simply just to be close to him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's true. Getting back to this kind of situation where we find ourselves um, and you're saying childlike, um, I, um, my kids come in every day asking the same question, what are we doing, Mum? What are we, what are we doing today, Mum? And it's like I have I'm on the same page as them because I've got no idea either. It's, <laughs> we're, we're all I'm very childlike. Yep, yeah. My day is as simple as and as uncomplicated as their day. Yes. At the mm-hmm. moment, because there's no schoolwork. <laughs> um, so I'm finding it quite confronting being a child, but quite endearing a little well. bit lost but but also but, trusting yeah. but also freeing yeah absolutely. you don't have the restraints yeah anyway that's just my musings for today um beautiful i just want before we wrap up i just wanted to encourage people i'm going to put it in the show notes but the litany of trust written by the sisters of life is a beautiful prayer that um I think you would all find really helpful in these times um, of having to wait and having to trust. Um, I'll put it in the show notes, but well worth praying. So, Anna, before we go, I want you to tell me something that has brought you joy. What's brought me joy? Well, I can honestly, I think a lot of things have brought me joy this week, but I think I've been absolutely um amazed by the the beautiful easter sunsets we've been having like i think just incredible he's such a, an artist and it's been a, a pleasure a real joy to to watch those sunsets every night uh, and also exciting it's like what's he going to what, yeah, what's, what's he going to what's, paint what's he tonight? Put on tonight that's right yeah. <laughs> i go out at the same time every night and take a photo i've been taking a photo in the same spot How every night beautiful. trying I to see two. The, it's beautiful and, Two nights ago, it wasn't as exciting as the night before. And I, I looked at it and I thought, oh, it's not like the night, because the night before it was purples and, you know, oranges. It was just spectacular. Anyway, the, the following night, I was so excited in anticipation, waiting to see what it looked like. And it was not nowhere near as, as flamboyant as the night before. But as it got darker and darker, the sky was just, I know. Yes. It's, it's, there's that moment where it, it, you just think it's going to go dark, but it actually it was, it was like it's royal beautiful. blue. Yeah. Oh, it was breathtaking. Yeah. And yeah. what's yours? Mine is a new album by Stephanie Gratzinger, and it's called Forever Amen. I highly recommend listening to it. Just beautiful. So I'll put that in the show notes as well. Wonderful. All right. 
thank you. Thanks so much. It was, Thanks for having me. It was me. a joy speaking to you. <laughs> Always a joy talking happy, to you. Happy Easter. Thanks, Sal. See you then. Bye. 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 Bye.